I guess to to buy this premise, okay. Um, let's assume that you and I, or at least I, am um, Benjamin Buttoning. Okay. Before we do that, because this is that's a pretty pretty heavy sort of role play that you're asking me to come into off the bat. I do actually yeah. need to know: is it both of us or just you? Because well, that's going to really affect how I. Think I'm, about and I'm thinking about the conundrum now too. Let me let me sort of give, and I don't, you know, I don't want to let let the listeners in on how the sausage is made. Yeah, but sort of let me give you the shape of this. Okay, and you can help and me. And then get I there, can decide. I want the bit to be Bunny. how excited I am because I've okay. seen Ang Lee's Hulk, <laughs> and now I'm excited to see Ang Lee's sense and sensibility. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. And then. To, for that premise to work, yeah, I think I think it. Usually, in a Benjamin Button scenario, you need somebody who's just regular buttoning for them to play off against. Well, and it's also so like can, it's not it's not that culture is going backwards; it's that that you are. Brad Pitt is going backwards. Okay, yeah, all right. So, so this let's would just need try to be it. like a this would be need, need to be like a cultural Benjamin Buttoning. Okay, that's great. Yeah, do you understand what be, I mean? Shall I just? I do. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who can I be? I guess you're Jack, but you're also like Benjamin Buttoning, you know? I want to be going normal time. This is the one that Ang Lee directed, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> the entire the entire bit hinges yeah, on no, that. Yeah, no, it really needs that. So let's say it's, two th- it's the years now. No. Uh, when did Ang Lee's Hulk come out? 2003 so an eight-year difference there's an eight-year gap there and so i guess in this timeline it's like 2000 you know yeah because we're reverse timing okay we're both reverse timing that's what i'm saying i'm saying this is okay, a global I think, event oh okay everyone's doing it all right all right i'm in i'm in wow um hey you know how they did all those uh, avengers movies uh starting with Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and finishing <laughs> Yeah, up you with... saw that, right? <laughs> yeah, just saw How it. How was it? Uh, pretty good, uh, if you like yeah. ants. Oh, okay. Not so much if you like wasps. Mm. She expires? Is that it's No, I just mean there's a lot of ants in the book, in the movie. And there's not, not so many wasps. wasps. Just yeah. the one. <laughs> yeah. And also, they didn't give uh, the wasp anything to do, really. <laughs> Oh, she okay. just kind of tags along. But, you know, that was a long time that ago we saw ago. that. That was the, one of the first uh, of, of the MCU. And then it's all been leading up to the big event, um, Ang Lee's Hulk. Yeah. Well, that it led up to that, yeah. And then yeah. T- that came out a few years ago in 2003. It's now and 2000. And I haven't been reading the increasingly more pixelated internet. So I don't know what... Ang Lee is going to do next. He's riding high off, you know, this huge MCU event. <laughs> yeah, actually, he has several projects um, between okay. <laughs> now and 2000. As you know, he just came out with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. It's incredible, right, global yeah. smash just hit. Beautiful, beautiful yeah, movie. Incredible yes. movie. Mm-hmm. But next year, he does have Ride with the Devil, and then The Ice Storm, a haunting okay. film, and like then a psychological uh, thriller, and then 1995 Sense and Sensibility, which is the film I'm most excited about. Huh, that's a weird twist. Think about for the him. two most recent films he directed. <laughs> the Hulk, which is like full of weird comic book vignettes and all that stuff, and Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon, which has like actors flying around on on like um <laughs> zip lines. Yeah. Imagine what he's gonna do with sense and sensibility. And that's the <laughs> bit. That's the entire bit I wanted to do for the opening. Good. I enjoyed it. <sighs> Um, well, I'm here from the future to tell you that it was a, literally a fucking perfect movie. Perfectly cast in every way. Not a line wrong, acted. not a shot wrong. Sarah, who uh, is my wife and who yeah. watched this movie with me, t- we've watched it together probably five to ten times and separately many more times than that. But this yeah. time around, in a way that I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what got into her. She was just like commenting on every single shot. And like it's like, a, like, the, like an AD. Yeah. 
But yeah. there are lots of cool fucking shots because Ang Lee likes to do some shit with the shots. You know, like he takes these big wide shots or he'll take a shot, like have these long like pans and like he does all sorts of cool stuff that emphasizes all the cool stuff in the cool movie. What a great, perfect film. You're telling me what an auteur. An auteur. Yeah. yeah. Masterful. Masterful. And what a, a cast. Everyone's in it. And what a cast. Jesus yeah. Christ. This wow. is such a good movie. Everyone go. I don't even know why you're <sighs> listening to this. Go watch the movie. It's the best. You've probably it's the seen best. It. Everyone's seen it. It's really good. So let's just say this out of the gate. Um, my name's Tanner Greenring. I'm. My name is Jack Shepard. Strange Bedfellows is the name of the podcast. We do yeah. romance stuff, and we're a couple of guys. Can you fucking believe it? A couple of guys. What? <laughs> wait, wait, did you say romance stuff, and it's a couple of guys? Can you fucking what? believe it? The fuck? <laughs> I love this one. I do think we should... Um, Say which of the girls we are, uh, unless you're not comfortable with that paradigm. Oh, okay. So here's, here's, I have a couple of clarification questions actually before we can move on. Yeah. When you say that, do you mean like on the count of three, we both have to claim one? And if there's a dispute, we have to fight it out? Count of three, we say who we are in our soul. And if, if we agree, that's like, or I guess disagree, it's kind of a perfect harmony. Like, what's the rules? Does it have to be count of three, I guess? <laughs> I know that's I was taking that for for granted, but I, we can do that. I just think that there's a right answer out there in the world of which one of the girls we are. How about this? How about this? On the it count of three, we say which one of the girls we think the other one is. And then on the count of three, we say which one of the girls we think we are. And we can't stop in between. So it, it goes one, two, three, girl, one, two, three, girl. Let's quickly. Can I quickly do Dramoda's personae? Just so sure. I know, make sure I know the names of the, the women, Jack. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we can introduce this star-studded hot, 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 hot cast. Okay. This is a hit segment in our hit podcast called Strange Bedfellows, and the segment is called... Dramatis Personae, and it's when we say who's in the movie. Emma Thompson wrote the damn movie. She wrote the damn movie. What a fucking talent. I don't know where she comes up with this stuff. <laughs> There's such good prose in it. <laughs> I know. Unbelievable. What a good concept, too. One of them sense and the other one sensibility. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. She's <laughs> sense, and her name is Eleanor. Yeah, Eleanor Dashwood, and she's perfect in every way. Yep. Oh, and you then, know what Sarah told me? Tell me if this is true. What? Tell me if this is true. Emma Thompson from this movie is in real life married to Did I say Emma Watson earlier? I just fucking told you something interesting. No, but I, go back. I'll say, I'll <laughs> just get it for coverage. Emma Thompson, Emma Thompson, Emma Thompson, Emma Thompson. I think you said Emma Thompson. Okay. Okay, well, what you stepped you on a pretty It sounded really good. Thing. What were you saying? And I She's didn't married to Willoughby. In real life? That's what Sarah says. Emma Thompson is married to Willoughby from this movie? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think Sarah had a whole thing she wanted to do on this. On this. I'm going to text her. Patch her in. I'll just ask her. Patch her in. People like it when Sarah comes on the podcast. Did you have a... Just send her the Zoom link. That's what I do to Jamie. Type five you wanted to give about sense and sensibility. And then we can kind of confirm this Willoughby stuff. That would... that would I would find that pretty unbelievable. Not. I guess yeah. not. I don't know why. Yeah, I find it unbelievable because they're such good I guess actors because in this, and they're so in specifically in this film, yeah, they're not right for each other. He is interested in her younger sister, whose name is who is by the way famously, sensibility. Famously. And is Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet and is named Marianne. Marianne. Yeah. Yeah. And who is who? But there's a third. Oh, okay, the elder Dashwood? There's a little girl called Margaret. Oh, I thought we were doing right. a dramatic Persona. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Okay. Let's okay. Let's keep it up. Okay. Well, Sarah says she doesn't want to come on the podcast. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was maybe some other movie she said she wanted to talk about. <laughs> she had a whole um, thing for, and we like didn't do it. Let's keep saying who's in it. Hans Gruber is in this one. Hans Gruber is in this one. Yeah, Snape meme. Oh, and um, I actually wrote something down for that. The guy from the Snape Han meme. Can I say it? Yeah, the guy from the Snape meme. It, Hans Gruber from the Snape meme is in this one. Yeah. Tell me how this hits you. Hans Gruber yeah. is in this one, and this time he's here to terrorize our hearts. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, instead of the Nakatomi Plaza. The guy from the Snape meme is in this one, and he's here to <laughs> cast... Kill Dumbledore? No. 
What's a what's the killing spell called? Cast if you had like you know what you'd need is the specific spell, but neither of us are enough killing spell. nerds enough to know which one it is. Oh, Avada well, Kedavra. I'm too much of an ally <laughs> to know. Hans Gruber from the Snape meme is in this one. I think he's the potions master. The guy from the meme? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The Snape meme is the one for folks who don't know uh, the Snape meme. It's the one where Snape is like, he's like making a face, and then somebody, and then in impact font, it says, My body is ready. That's yeah. the Snape meme. In case and you're Jack sends it to me every meme. time he's ready to record. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just send, just you, send you the Snape words meme. Snape meme. <laughs> That's fun. That's a fun peek inside our he's internal in it. lives. Is yeah. that everyone? Hugh Laurie. Um, Hugh Laurie's in it. in it. He's so good. Oh, he's Masterful. Kind of, he's like a jerk, but. He's a jerk, a, but like a good kind jerk, of with a heart jerk. of gold. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's everyone that matters. All sorts of good people are in this one. Willoughby. Uh, oh, and um, no, we forgot to say uh, oh. Hugh Grant. <laughs> Hugh Grant. <laughs> and Willoughby's in this one. Willoughby. 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 He's like, a, Hugh Grant is like a hot ball of nickel on my heart. Yeah. And he's so he he burned right through so it, handsome. and that's why I forgot yeah. about him. Beautiful, beautiful man. Every time he hesitates, my heart beats a little faster. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. So by the end of it, I had to actually kind of get checked out. <laughs> All right, back to Jack's cul-de-sac. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. Yeah, count of three. We each say which one of the Dashwood sisters we think the other one is. Yeah, and then we count. And there's no pausing, no stopping down. Even if you're surprised, this is so where you, your easy. professionalism comes into play. Then you count to three again, and you say which Dashwood sister you think you are. Do you think you so can do it? Easy. So yeah. just a reminder, this is going to go one, two, three, Dashwood sister. One, two, three, Dashwood sister. And no one stops. Yeah. Ready? Yes. Okay, let's go. One, one two, two, three. Eleanor Dashwood. One, two, three. three. Eleanor Dashwood. Wow. I threw you for a loop there, didn't I? I who's Margaret the Kid? Yeah, <laughs> with the Atlas. She's yeah, funny. she's cool. She's sort of the only like. <laughs> she's sort of the only chill one. I don't think you're like that romantic, romantical and emotional. You think you're Marianne? I guess that's what's interesting. I'm so very obviously Eleanor. <laughs> um, I pared it down. I sort of in my head had pared it down to just the two. Really, I had thrown out the the widow Dashwood. Yeah, it's just and... sisters. We're just doing sisters. What's the other one called? Margaret? Margaret. I had sort of discarded her. Um, honestly, okay. I would probably give myself Margaret, too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. She's funny. Yeah. She's having a good time. Yeah, she let's, likes to climb uh, let's trees. do it again. One, two, three, okay, Margaret. One, two, three, Margaret. Seriously, you. it's me. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And you're, yeah, you were obviously Eleanor. I've got a, wrote a very quick quiz just that you can uh, test yourself against to see if you get the right. Yeah. Should we do that? Uh, so this is the quiz is called, Which Dashwood Sister Are You? I put it together quickly. Hopefully it works. And uh, let's go. It's yeah. just three questions. Pretty easy. Ready? Yeah. Question number one. A runaway trolley is rushing down the track towards five Willoughby's. You can pull a switch to divert the trolley, but if you do, it will switch tracks and hit one Willoughby. What do you do? I have to pull the switch to make it switch over to hit the one Willoughby? Yeah, if you do nothing, it'll hit the five Willoughby's. I'll just sit on the, I'll just take a seat. (laughs) Okay. I'll say what I always say every time you present me with the Charlie problem is I choose not to participate. Okay, sure, but five people are going to die now because you did. Five Willoughby's? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, question number two. Yeah. A scientist invents a time machine that allows you to go back in time to kill baby Willoughby when he is one month old and avert all the suffering he will cause as an adult. What do you do? Yeah. Can I go back and kill his parents? No. In this scenario, you can only go back to when baby Willoughby is one month old. Um. <laughs> yeah, I would do it. I think I would. I would. I wouldn't say I would savor it. You do it. You go back and kill a baby. So, in the scenario with the trolley. <laughs> 
you're going to do nothing because you don't want to play my stupid games and let five people die. But when someone's like, hey, want to go kill a baby? You're like, yeah, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what are my options again? Do it or not do it? It just says, what do you do? And I'm aware that I wrote the quiz, but (laughs) it's kind of an open-ended question. Like, you could say, I'm going to kill the scientist. He's trying to make people kill babies. But then I asked, can I go back in time and kill the parents? And you said, yeah, the only thing, the time machine only goes back to when Willoughby is one month old. And maybe like... And he's by himself? It only goes to a place where you're in a room that you can't get out of and baby Willoughby's in. God, now there's all these fucking rules. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm sent into like some kind of pocket dimension with baby Willoughby for how long? Um, 13 hours. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Here's what I do in that 13 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I do. Can I do this leading up to the 13 hours? Yeah. Is I spend months with months. like Dr. Spock, Dr. Beck, reading. the child psychologist. You're bringing some books. Oh, Not leading the, up to it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, Leading yeah. up Got to it. it. Not the Vulcan. Mm-hmm. I'm working with every like baby scientist and like psychologist and you know all that all that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and i'm learning everything i can about how to impart as much information into a baby as i can in 13 hours okay yeah and then and i'll i think i'll try to just um, turn one around yeah it's been a a, a while i think deep in his psyche since you had a one month old because i could tell you that there's not like you just best you could do is keep them alive (laughs) okay let me or not (laughs) How many times do I get to go back in time? One Just time. the once? One time only, yeah. Oof, this is a tough one, man. <laughs> what would you do? This is not about me. This is oh, not okay. about me. Sorry. This is You're going to do the quiz we're trying too, to, right? We're trying to scientifically determine which Dashwood sister you are. Or I guess scientifically confirm whether you're Margaret is a better way of putting it from my point of view here. Um, I guess i go back and kill baby Willoughby. I don't think I could kill it myself. But I would certainly like make sure it wouldn't be alive. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's somehow even more fucked up. Um, final question. <laughs> so so far, you've killed six Willoughbys <laughs> in this quiz. Yeah, is that good? <laughs> I think just doing the math, looking at the questions, the minimum number of Willoughbys you have to kill in this quiz is one. <laughs> Uh-huh. And you're, you're currently at the max. <laughs> yeah. Okay, final There's one question. more question, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're in a desert, walking along in the sand, when all of a sudden you look down and see Willoughby. He's crawling toward you. You reach down and flip him on his back, Tanner. Willoughby mm-hmm. lays on his back, his belly baking in the hot sun, beating his legs, trying to turn himself over. But he can't. Not without your help. But you're not helping. Yeah. Why is that, Tanner? Um, I guess I don't care for the, the man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. And I guess I would just sort of walk away. Am I okay in that scenario? It doesn't sound like it. <laughs> is there, I guess I would probably kill the turtle Willoughby and I would need to eat it. <laughs> kill the to turtle survive. Okay, so let's give you your results. Are you ready for your results? Now here's the thing. I think I think everyone's guilty of this, and don't pretend you're not. I was trying to calibrate for a certain answer. Okay. In that quiz, I obviously have no ill intention towards Willoughby. I think he's yeah. fictional, um, and if not, he's long dead already. Do you, so, do you want your results? Yeah, please. Uh, your results are that you killed six Willoughbys and one turtle Willoughby, and it says here you were a replicant. Replicant. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that was a possibility. <laughs> wow. I'll yeah. have to tell my so, wife. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I thought I wrote this to just have three Dashwood sisters in it, but I guess a fourth result crept in. Yeah. Sorry for wasting Who, everyone's time. Do you want to do it? <laughs> no, I don't want to. It sounds, sounds it unpleasant. It's kind of hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to kill any more Willoughbys. <laughs> yeah. Should we say the movie? Let's say the movie. It's Sense yeah. and Sensibility. It's by Perfect Jane Austen. Film. You've read and it. Ang Lee, um, and um, And Eleanor Dashwood wrote it. <laughs> And Eleanor Dashwood wrote it too. Yeah. And, and then Ang Lee brought it to life in 1995's 
sense and sensibility. Fresh off the heels of uh, directing the Hulk. And it's a beautiful movie. And if you haven't seen it, just go fucking watch it. Yeah, just go and watch it. Christ, what do we have to do? Yeah, perfect film. And so what it's about is... There's three women. They live in a giant mansion. Yeah, but... Except uh, the guy who owns their daddy the mansion died. has died. And it's their daddy. And the and fortune, as is to... often the case in these scenarios, uh, is entailed upon their elder brother. Older brother. Who's a Who dink. is a dink, and he's married to a dink. He's got and a dink wife. Between the two of them, they, uh, despite ha- having promised his father on his deathbed that he would look after the girls... They end up persuading themselves in a very funny scene that instead of giving them a 3,000-pound annuity, if anything, the girls owe them money. <laughs> yeah. 1,500 pounds, then. What do you say to 1,500? What brother on earth would do half so much for his real sisters? Let alone half-blood. Well, they can hardly expect more. There's no knowing what they expect. The question is, what can you afford? <laughs> They will have 500 a year amongst them as it is. What on earth could four women want for more than that? Their housekeeping will be nothing at all. They'll have no carriage, no horses, hardly any servants, and will keep no company. Only conceive how comfortable they will be. They will be much more able to give you something. Yeah, because they've been living off this estate for some time now. Yeah, well, and they don't have, you know, any cares or anything, and they're just sitting around, I guess. Or prospects. Neither of the girls' is, is, uh, women is, is interested in being married off, but now I think they're going to have to be because they're being kicked out of their house. In the process of being kicked out of their big house, uh, the brother of the dink wife, Edward Ferrers, shows up and falls in love with Eleanor Dashwood, and it looks like all is going to be saved, but he is called away before he can apparently propose. And so the girls have to go live in a cottage, live upon the tender mercies of their cousin, Mrs. Jennings. Yeah, she's, and a, she's her, a hoot. her son-in-law, jo- Sir John Middleton, uh, who's also kind of a hoot. Yeah, they're a couple of... Um, they're a couple of funny bunnies. They're a couple of funny bunnies. Uh, very, <laughs> in a way that's often pretty hurtful. Um, but I don't yeah. think they know they're being hurtful. You know what? I kind of identified with them more this watch than I have in any of my <laughs> previous watches. And I think it's like a function of getting older where it's like in the past, like they kind of fit the paradigm of a Jane Austen character that's like a Mrs. Bennett character who's like yeah. the clu- from Pride and Prejudice, like the clueless, overcharged person who like doesn't fucking get it and is worried yeah. about the wrong things and it's a gossip. But this time around, I kind of saw them as being, like, more knowing than that. And they're just like, yeah, no, we get it. But these are just, like, teenagers. (laughs) And, like, we're just here to have a good time. And we don't care. (laughs) We brought you in so we could have this good time. Yeah. We just want to sit and gossip about you. Like, we fucking get it. Like, we see it all. They even say that. It's like a quote. And they're like, she only has one daughter and she's already married off. We never to have a moment's peace. The rent here may be low, but I believe we have it on very hard terms. Mrs. Jennings is a wealthy woman with a married daughter. She has nothing to do but marry off everyone else's. There's a moment where, like, they're trying to weasel out of Eleanor, like, who she's hopelessly in love with, and they get from Margaret, the little sister, that his name begins with an F. And then so they just, like, won't stop razzing her about it, even though it's obviously, like extremely painful for her to think about. Now, Miss Dashwood, it's your turn to entertain us. Oh, no, Sir John, I... And I I believe I know what key you will sing in. F major. (laughs) 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 She's just, like, fucking weeping. Funny shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I I like them. I identify with them. I am them. I'm. I take it back. I'm not Eleanor. I'm uh, Sir John Middleton. <laughs> I still firmly stand by. <laughs> Accidentally, like blurting some secret, in, yeah. like a public setting, is exactly something I would do. So I'm standing by. <laughs> but the main by thing 
we won't go into the ups- watch the fucking movie. There's there's too much like intrigue to explain all of it for folks who like the the one percent of people who haven't seen it or read the book. That's um, just the setup. The main thing. Well, there's. I guess we should say that there's also two other men in the picture. Yeah, it's all about the hunks. Uh, Colonel Brandon, played by Hans Gruber from the Snape meme. And uh, he's a very handsome man, and he's, like, also very emotional and, like, wants to go, like, die on a hill or His whatever. wife died, he's, like, like, very um, sentimental. What's her? Fantine in, um, not Fantine. Like the mom in Les Mis. Like the mom in Les Mis. I haven't seen it, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, of course, there's the aforementioned Willoughby. And Willoughby, he's a uh, Wickham, isn't he? He's a real Wickham, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a real <laughs> dastardly guy. Yeah, he seems nice, and he, and Marianne falls head over heels for him, and then it turns out he's, like, just kind of knocking everybody up. <laughs> yeah, and, like, cheating people, and, like, trying yeah. to, like, he's, like, greedy. Yeah, and Marianne goes and um, tries to die in the rain. Should we, just before we take our break, should we discuss the uh, theory of whether or not Marianne is a weather mage? Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to, I would like to explore that. I'd like to hear what your theories are, because now that you mentioned it, I have some ideas, too. <laughs> I guess my theory is that Marianne Dashwood is a weather mage. What makes you think that? We know Ang Lee, fresh off a Marvel movie, so he's kind of from that world, you know? Uh (laughs) He's like, you know, thinking about Storm, thinking about the X-Men, which I think also came out like right about now. Maybe last (laughs) year, X-Men did. (laughs) He's got that that stuff on the brain. She, at the 41-minute mark, uh, she insists that uh, her little sister Margaret accompany her on a walk. Margaret says, It's going to rain. Marianne says, It's not going to rain. And then Margaret says, You always say that, and then it always does. And then it does always rain whenever Marianne goes out and she's She's like a reverse bad. weather mage. And so I think that her feelings are, and in fact, she's killed. She oh, almost she's dies like a weather hulk. Yeah, she's like a weather hulk. When she feels sad yeah. or intense or sentimental in some way. Um, the rain comes, and sometimes it gets her. <laughs> well, I mean, if this follows sort of the Marvel X-Men rules, yeah, Marianne is kind of that age. She's like 19. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of the age where her mutant powers would be manifesting in sort of uncontrollable ways. Okay. Yeah, I think she's 17. Yeah. So there you 17. go. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. exactly that age. That's perfect. Interesting. So- Confirmed, right? Weather Mage Theory. I hope she's able to finally harness her powers one day and use it for (laughs) good. Well, she meets another droopy sad sack, doesn't she? And it's Hans Gruber from the Snape meme. Yeah, and he's like a thousand years older than her, and it's (laughs) odd. um, But I don't know. I guess it works. He's like, he's just the mopiest dude. He's he's the mopiest dude in the world. And he was in the East Indies with uh, my my guy, Sir John Middleton. You know who else is my guy that was Hugh Laurie? He's so funny in this movie. He's yeah, got a he's silly really wife. I like Jane Austen characters with a silly wife. And you know what? Probably we should interrogate whether it's okay to have all these silly wives, you know, if we're being scolded. We but let's job. just enjoy it. I love a snarky Jane Austen character with a silly wife. I love Mr. Bennett, and I love um, Hugh Laurie's character in this film. He's fucking yeah. awesome. He's so constantly exasperated with his wife, uh, who is very silly, and it's just wonderful. But she's constantly setting him up, too, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's constantly setting him up. <laughs> Miss Dashwood, if only Mr. Willoughby had gone home to Coombe Magna, we could have taken Miss Marianne to see him, but we live but half a mile away. Five and a half. No. I cannot believe it is that far. You can see the place from the top of our hill. Is it really five and a half? No, I cannot believe it. Try. Good. Do you want to take a break? Oh, I guess so. Wow, we're already half an hour in. Yeah, let's do it. Let's take a break, and then um, I guess we can talk more about this perfect film. Okay. Um, Tanner, I'd like for you to go. Uh, we're back, but I'd like for you to leave. Where? Um, I guess I don't totally know how it works. It's somewhere in the far future. No! <laughs> Arbiter Tanner, thanks for coming back on the show. Everything's going okay. Hello, Jack. Thank you for having me on the show this week. <laughs> so nice to normal. just drop the act for once. I don't have to be a tough guy, like yeah. future cop, <laughs> like dispensing or not dis- notably not dispensing kisses. Yeah. <laughs> In the far future, at least. Here I can just sort of be myself. That's nice. I mean, we're still judging people. Yeah, I just don't have to do it to, like, you know, like, cyber meth yeah. gangs. 
<laughs> yeah, as far as we know. Um, yeah. Well, so it's our hit segment. It's called On the One Hand, and it's where we bring Arbiter Tanner in from the distant dystopian future to um, judge the Cybermath gangs who are reviewing these uh, books and <laughs> yeah. movies I can now reveal. I fucked up this time. I didn't go to Rotten Tomatoes. I'm realizing. I went to Amazon, Uh-oh. and I collected reviews of the book, Sense and Sensibility, and not the movie. Oh. But it's a pretty perfect adaptation, so I think this will basically lead us to the same result. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so these I, by are, the way, I have read the yeah. book, and I would say of the I would say of the book the same as the movie that it's um, perfect. Great, it's a it's a great book. It's perfect. I would say this is going to be controversial. It is my like s- sixth favorite Jane Austen novel, but yeah. I still think it's five out of five stars. A perfect book. <laughs> There's um, just not a lot between them. But if I had to I, rank them, I put it. I I refuse <laughs> yeah. to take the bait. Okay. <laughs> Um, and would like to continue. <laughs> okay, so you're choosing door number two, where I get to get to sit here, not not listing in order my favorite Jane Austen novels. Okay, fine, that's Great. correct. You'll, um, you'll, no one will ever know what I think hey, about Sanditon. <laughs> it, it, the rules from um, Interstellar apply, and every okay. minute I'm away from the far future is like 50 oh, okay. years, and like now my okay. like great grandkids are dying. You know. Okay. I okay. Fair enough. We'll get on with it. Okay. Here we go. This is a segment within a segment uh, yeah. that's called uh, confusingly on the one hand, where we talk yeah. about the positive reviews of the novel. I've only collected one of those. Um, I, I want to be very careful. I want to yeah. tread very carefully about something. And before you okay. say, I will say, because this is okay. what I'm worried about. Yeah, is sometimes when I head you off at the pass at something, and I can I can feel it simmering in you. Uh-huh. You find ways to get the information out, like it's <laughs> casual conversation or sort of midstream in casual uh-huh. conversation. Yeah, and I'm I'm I want to warn us off of that now because I think okay that'll really hurt the the production values of the show. Okay, that's fine. And I'm you not just going start to... like saying nonsense. I'm keeping it inside. I think you yeah. should, as a friend, yeah, you should maybe be a little bit concerned about what it's going to do to me <laughs> in the long term to keep this inside. But I'm going to respect your wishes and do that. And then you know, if so, I have an ulcer and we have to stop the whole podcast so I can get my stomach pumped or something, then you know, the so first be... segment is yeah. on the one hand, yes, <laughs> and it's where we talk about the. Positive reviews of the novel, my sixth favorite Jane Austen novel. Yeah. Uh, here's one by Kathy Webster, who gives it five out of five stars with the review, a review titled Excellent. That's nice. She yeah. wrote this on February 4th, 2022 in the United States. Amazon likes to give us a lot of information about these people. <laughs> <laughs> and that ends her, that's the full review? Yeah. Uh, no, here's what Kathy says in her review. The title is oh, okay, Excellent. Okay. Arrived earlier than expected and perfect timing for my trip out of town. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's I guess I'm pleased for that. Yeah. I wonder That's where she's great. going. I don't know, but it's going to be a great trip. <laughs> Have fun. Have fun. Good read. Yeah, it's a good read. Uh, not everyone agrees. Here's a segment within a segment where we talk about the middling reviews of the book entitled On the Fence Hand. Okay. This is a review by someone called Amazon Customer. Oh, shit. Is it me? Amazon Customer has given this novel three out of five stars with a review entitled Good Doe Far. Say it again. Good Doe Far. <laughs> Sorry, one more time. I talked over you. Uh, the title of the review is Good Doe Far. D O U G H? It's just D O. So I guess it could okay. be Good Doe Far. <laughs> and here's yeah. uh, Amazon Customer's review of Jane Austen's classic novel, Sense and Sensibility. Good so far. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how far in? <laughs> they don't say. say. It's oh. it's a verified purchase. <laughs> yeah. So that we know that the book has reached them. <laughs> yeah. Good so far. Three stars. <laughs> well, do far. <laughs> yeah, <At> both. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kindle customer uh, gave this review this novel three out of five stars. <laughs> that could be you. Uh, on September 28th, 2012 this is also a verified purchase Kindle customer says this could be considered boring by anyone who liked action books I found myself wishing it could move at a faster pace what's an action book? (laughs) like Lee Child? (laughs) 
I don't know. I think it's something that moves at a faster pace. But considering the period of time it was written, overall, it was an interesting read. Not an action book, this one, folks. Were there action... What? what when was this book written? Turn Sense of the century. And Turn of the century. A novel by Jane Austen, not a film yeah. by... Not the Henri. last one and not the one before that, but the one before 1811. That. Books published around 1811. I'm going to hold this guy to his fucking word here. Okay. Books that shaped America, 1800 to 1850. Let me ask you this while you're looking that up. Are we... Oh, shit. If we're Benjamin Buttoning throughout culture, are we both super looking forward to Jane Austen's novelization of Ang Lee's classic Sense and Sensibility film? We are, and I hope it. Ha- I hope it's um, <laughs> as action-packed as some other novels from the time period. Oh, that uh, Sir Walter to. Scott is probably fucking crushing it with some action and adventure roughly around this time. The history of the expedition under the command of Captain Lewis and Clark, 1814. Yeah, that's action-packed. Uh, Maybe, uh, Sleepy Hollow, 1820. Kindle customer would like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess even I guess what he said what they said about by the time period standards yeah. holds true because there was some a lot more like action oriented stuff out around then. Yeah, no fair enough. I'm really looking forward to. And the far future that I'm from by the way is the far past. Yes. Oh so wow, fucking, fucking plot track. twist. Yeah. And I'm wow. a caveman. It's in this like one. Star Uga. Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Demott gave this film 2. Point Zero out of five stars <laughs> on May 19th, 2021, with his or her review entitled, This Book is Tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what Estamot says. That's a demerit? <laughs> the review is called, This Book is Tiny! Exclamation mark. The stars are two, and the explanation is as follows. I bought a hardcover version for my mother because hardcover is normally a larger format with larger print. This edition is tiny with print so small that I'm sure that even with my 2020 vision, reading it would give me a headache. So fuck you, Jane Austen. Wow. Yeah. Who's the publisher of the edition? Penguin Classics. (sighs) Fucking joke. You see the (laughs) margins on those books? A lot of the reviews of this Penguin Classics claim that it was not, in fact, the actual book. And was oh. like a Cliff Notes version. But I, I don't know what happened to those people. <laughs> Reviewer Dieter gives Dieter? this film... Di- dieter or Dieter? It could be Dieter. <laughs> it's the word, the English word Dieter. But yeah. I guess as a name, it's more likely to be Dieter. So yeah, you know, pick your poison. Uh, they gave this film three out of five stars. Uh, just a month apart from Estimot's This Book is Tiny review. Dieter says of Jane Austen's classic novel Sense and Sensibility in their three-star review entitled huge (laughs) (laughs) fucking like whiplash (laughs) Dieter says this book is like a textbook very huge (laughs) I feel like we're in some kind of like very thick (laughs) I feel like we're stuck in some sort of like temporal disturbance you know where like some people are getting really tiny versions of sense and sensibility and some people are just getting enormous one. <laughs> oh, the boy's here. He can come down in a minute if he wants. I just watched the film uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, yeah. and I'll tell you the fun fact that I already told you, but I'll tell the listeners. Did you know that the words Ant-Man are in the word Quantumania? Isn't that interesting? Did I just blow your fucking mind? Anyway, the thing that I was going to say is maybe some of the people are big and some of the people are small who are, read- who are reviewing these books, oh, and that will kind of explain everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really bakes my noodle surely no one had anything negative to say yeah we got a few of those man i collected a lot let's just have a look and see if any of these are absolutely necessary i'll just do one more on the fence hand this is from someone called chevy chaos whoa i guess a distant cousin of chevy chase <laughs> yeah that's like in the warhammer 40k universe like when he gets taken over by chaos yeah sort of corrupted by chaos that would be his name <laughs> Uh, They gave this classic novel three out of five stars in their review entitled Strong Use of the English Language. And here's what Chevy Chaos says. Ivan neither like nor dislike Jane Austen. True neutral. But it was, a. he says Ivan neither dislike nor dislike Jane Austen. Oh, who's Ivan? I don't know. And then it says, the next sentence, but it was a little difficult to girt through. 
And the, Gert Who's is Gert? capitalized, as is Ivan. So <laughs> it kind of feels like they were doing some test where they were trying to like sneak their friends' names into the review. It's like or like code, you know, like number stations. But here, here's the full review. Ivan neither liked nor disliked Jane Austen, but it was a little difficult to girt through with the very descriptuous sentences. Yes, I made my own word. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I don't know what the word is. Like is it Ivan? Is it Gert? Is it descriptuous? <laughs> is it something Descript else that they haven't told us? You us. Yeah. I've I've Difficult looked up Gert Ivan through. Gert descriptuous. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people whose first name is Ivan and middle name is Gert or vice versa, weirdly. Okay. But nothing with descriptuous. Okay, let's do a couple of uh, negative reviews of this uh, film. I hate to do that, but uh, we got to yeah. do it. Um, the, here, I, the book, sorry. It's our segment. It's called On the Other Hand. Well, and by ex by by extension, the film. Yeah. Here's one from Finwife, someone called Finwife, who gave this uh, novel two out of five stars. Fintech uh, their... is financial tech, so maybe it's financial wife. That could be it. Yeah. Their review is entitled, Billy Bob Thornton is great, but half the time. And the review itself says, Billy Bob Thornton is great, but half the time. Okay, it's just a whole sentence. Billy Bob Thornton yeah. is great, but half the time you can't hear the dialogue and the cinematography is too dark. So eat, eat shit, Jade Austin. <laughs> Did he direct it? This is a review of the Ang book. Lee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right. It's the right. It's the book. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Okay. That one's. That's it's tough. the temporal shit again. Mopar Dodge Girl gave this novel cool. two out name. of five stars in their review entitled Two Stars, and they have said of this novel, Mark Twain said it best, and that's a full sentence, and then there's another sentence that goes, look it up. Look what up? Mark Twain said it best. He said look a lot up. of things. <laughs> Famous Fucking quote Smith. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> look, I need more direction. <laughs> what did Mark Twain say best? What? Um, can the boy come down? Bring him down. Yeah, come on down, kiddo. I'm behind the curtain when you get down here. Uh, we got two more. Quick. Ready? Here's a yeah. review from Misconduct with one out of five stars in their review entitled Beautiful Book If You Can Get One That Doesn't Have a Ripped Cover. Say it again. The kid's 1. 1.0 out of five stars in their review entitled Beautiful Book If You Can Get One That Doesn't Have a Ripped Cover. Oh. And here's what Misconduct says. This is a beautiful book. Unfortunately, I received two with ripped covers, so we'll return both. Wow. A lot of a lot hey, of Miles. flack around like you know if like how and if the book showed up in the right condition. <laughs> Finally, our final review, and then we can dispense judgment, is from Kindle customer again. Uh, they gave this uh, there another bite at the apple. They gave this book three out of five stars in their review entitled Three Stars with their following review: Too much sense and sensibility. Yeah, tell me yeah. about it. <laughs> um, I, Arbiter Tanner, dispense justice to everyone except, I guess, that guy who was complaining about the book being too big. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. It's definitely not too like, big. He seems like he's already in enough trouble, you know? Yeah, he's in the quantum realm. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to give him any more problems. Yeah. Um, all right, um, Arbiter Tanner, thank you for joining us. I should get out of I'd here. Like Tanner's, yeah. The real Tanner's kid came. Tanner's um, boy is here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to zip out of here. <laughs> Tanner, welcome back. I hope it's not weird that uh, your boy Miles was sitting on Arbiter Tanner's lap while you were gone. Miles is here. Miles, you can't hear Jack, but I'm talking to this guy right here. Hey, Miles. I, he's coming through my headphone. He says, hey, Miles. Hey. Do you want to talk to him for a second? Will you do an interview? Here, I'll put the headphones on. He'll ask you questions, okay? Hey, Miles. Hi, Miles. You can hear me now, but your daddy can't hear me. Say yes or no. Do you want to hear what my top six Jane Austen novels are in order? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Okay. Number one, I've got to say, is Persuasion. Wow. That's surprising. Is that surprising? Do you want to hear the rest? You don't have to. I do. You do? Okay. Number two, right now, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to blow everyone's mind with this, and I'm going to say Northanger Abbey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you about? <laughs> do you want to hear number three? Yeah. I think I'm going to have to say that it's Mansfield Park. What? <laughs> yeah. What's he saying? <laughs> 
That was surprising. And then I think we're going to go with um, Pride and Prejudice. Man, I feel like I've ranked Pride and Prejudice a little bit too low. And then we're Emma. And then, and then <laughs> 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 What is he saying? Is he being gross? Yeah. What's he talking about? He's talking about toots. <laughs> talking about toots? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack. Jack loves that kind of humor. Are you chewing on the mic? Yeah. Oh, don't. Please don't. Daddy, I don't want to chew it. Let's talk about what's the three cars you're going to have when you're a big kid? Uh, uh, um... A Matchbox fan, um, a Hot Wheel Big Rig, and a uh, car transporter. Um, wow. Big car Rig. Car transporter. Yeah. Yes. Very you know what I'm going to have, Miles? I'm going yeah. to drive Charles Leclerc's uh, Ferrari for Formula One. Oh, uh, That's weird. Whose car are you going to drive? Um, Lewis Hamilton car. Lewis Hamilton. That's a good choice. The Mercedes are looking really good this year. Who do you think is going to win in Formula One this year? I think I am because I can. <laughs> I think I'm going to win because I can. If in races, in F1, um, I think I can drive really fast. <laughs> I think I can win. <laughs> I think you can too. Yeah, that's great, especially if you're driving Lewis Hamilton's car, mm-hmm. or maybe you yeah. could drive your car transporter. That would be cool. But, but that. Carton Porter is really slow. Oh, okay. So you wouldn't I want to drive that? I can't win the race if I'm in that car transporter. Okay, but that's a good my, point. But those are her cars. So fast! And I can win the race races I won his car because he has a super duper fast car. I thought we weren't allowed to do an F1 podcast. I think it's. I think you get an. Uh, you get a pass when Miles is on it. All right. Kiddo, should I finish up with Uncle Jack? Yeah. Sorry. Miles, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. I hope you get that big rig. <laughs> oh, you're going to finish up with Uncle Jack. Okay, Miles, yeah. I think we can do that. Oh, we'll do our burns. I'm going to do a burn. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't hear you. Miles has my um, headphones on, but I'll do my... Well, Miles can do a burn. Burn of the week! Burn of the week! That's great. <laughs> um, here's mine. Um, Mrs. Dashwood says, Colonel Brandon will be sadly missed. And Willoughby says, Why? When he is the sort of man that everyone speaks well of and no one remembers to talk to. Very good. That's quite a burn. Brutal burn. Um, at the one hour and 60 minute uh, when mark, Jack, Colonel... Whenever, when Jack finishes saying whatever he's saying, will you just laugh? Colonel Brandon... <laughs> he's done saying it. <laughs> Colonel Brandon says... To Eleanor Dashwood of Marianne, who it seems like she's going to marry Willoughby, he says, To your sister, I wish all imaginable happiness. To Mr. Willoughby, that he may endeavor to deserve her. Now laugh, now laugh. (laughs) (laughs) There's lots of burns in this book. It's a classic. Don't, don't hit any buttons anywhere, please. It's a story about... Oh, Miles, it's just you. Uh, so, uh, what's your favorite Cars movie? <laughs> I was going to talk about the emotional labor that Eleanor Dashwood does. What do you want to talk about, Miles? I've got two I've got two segments in my notes, and you can choose, Miles. Do you want to talk about uh, the emotional labor that Eleanor Dashwood has to do to hold the family together in Sense and Sensibility? Or do you want to talk about what's the best Cars movie? Uh, what's the best Cars movie? Okay. That's yeah. fine. Uh, I think probably the first one. And I think the third one's okay, and the second one is not very good. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, the, the race we're lightning of now is a rally car. That's my favorite one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've got... One, it's a short. I didn't see the short. I've seen a short that's called, like, Mater's in Trouble or something, where Mater does something silly. Have you seen that one? It's the truck, the funny yeah. truck. Okay, I've got two more topics for us. Again, you can choose. Do you want to talk about the Aristotelian golden mean as it applies to sense and sensibility? Or do you want to talk about who's the strongest superhero? Who's the strongest superhero? Okay. Um, I think Hulk as well. Oh, wait, who did you say? 
Hulk. Hulk, yeah. I think Hulk is probably the strongest. You Though some might argue, argue that... There's a movie that was directed by the same guy who directed this yeah. movie that we're talking about. It all comes. It all ties in together. Yeah. Hulk is my favorite one because he was the new film with all kids and Hulk and was a big Hulk had when he stopped onto a big bridge. He, he broke the bridge and he fought and then, oh, and then Spider-Man truck fell to and then baby truck turned to and then baby drive that boat it away. Wow. That's the that's what that I really love. That's awesome. I love that too. Do you know there's a lady Hulk called She Hulk who's a lawyer? There's a whole show about her? Yeah. How much do you think <laughs> you and Jack are gonna go? Ooh. Ooh. Do you wanna just close this one out with me, Miles? Let's close this one out. I would like to thank you, Miles, very much for bearing uh, with us this week. And I'd like to thank the Baby Nation very much for bearing with us as well. Uh, Miles, you've been a, a gracious co-host. Um, I'd like to remind folks to subscribe to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash podcast, And you can join our Facebook group. Uh, it's Baby Nation on Facebook. Uh, Miles, this week we watched a film. The film that we watched was called Sense and Sensibility. Next week, I guess since Tanner's not here to choose, um, do you want to watch uh, whatever I choose that probably has Hugh Grant in it? Yeah? Perfect. I'll yeah. take that as yes. Yes, good. Um, and uh, all that remains is for me to say that this week I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. Wait, will you, t will you ask Jack to tell me what movie we're watching for next week? What movie are we watching? <laughs> will you tell Miles to tell me? Spider-Man! Oh, we're watching Spider-Man? <laughs> great. No. Oh. Yes! Uh, Miles, I'd love for you to say oh, okay. say your name. Miles. Miles, that's great. And um, I hope that you find your Will It Be Ever After. We might be childhood friends and I might drive you down the bend But I'm sure it's crazy kid to work it out in the end I might kiss you on the lips despite your Bye, Miles. Bye, Mr. Doodoo. <laughs> <laughs> Burn of the week. Man, scorched. See you, Mr. Doodoo. Be fairy.